the end of Parshas Mishpatim, the Torah describes the scene of Kabbalah Satorah, but this time from the unique and loftier vantage point of the Zikanim. Now, what exactly did they see? The Torah describes in Shemos Chof Dalud Yud, like the brickwork of sapphire and like the essence of heaven to its purity. Now, what in the world does that mean? And perhaps that's actually the wrong question. After all, the Torah is clearly describing a site that is well beyond this world, a site that perhaps can only be deciphered in another dimension, one not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod. So journey with me into a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise, here at the database with Rabbi Yeshua Eisenberg for Parsha's Mishpatim, where if you want to partner up with us here at the database because you enjoy the shiurim and the podcasts that we do here, so all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data than base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com to make your sponsorship today. Now, returning to the question of what exactly the Sikhanim saw that day at Har Sinai. So when we get to the Pashib shot, which, again, is going to have to somewhat be um, beyond this world as well, because they were, in fact, seeing something prophetic, something from Shemayim. And in that vein, several Mepharshim point out that this Pasuk depicts a prophetic image of the Kisei Kavod, Hashem's throne of glory. And this is also based on Yechezkel, Aleph Chavav, 126, which also describes some stones of Sapir, the word that's used here, which we've translated loosely as sapphire, um, when describing the Kisei Kavod. Now the question is, what exactly did all of that look like? What, in fact, did they see? The Torah alludes to this this brickwork that they saw. So the actual color of the brickwork, which the Torah describes as sapir, typically and understandably translated as sapphire, is, believe it or not, subject to debate. Rav Sajagon, Rashbam, and Sforno suggest that sapir actually refers to white sapphire. Now, Bechor Shor and the Chizkuni suggest that sapir could refer to either a reddish sapphire or the more expected blue sapphire. Interestingly enough, Rabbeinu Bachia maintains that the Ibn Ezra understood the sapir of our verse to refer to blue sapphire. However, I couldn't understand that because when I saw the Ibn Ezra's own words explicitly, he states that sapir is a reference to the color red. But at Sarachia, and if anyone sees anything on that, if anyone can understand how the Rabbeinu Bachia was able to read that into the Ibn Ezra, please let me know at the database at gmail.com. The Chizkuni adds that sapir could also refer to black sapphire. So we have the color is white, we have red, we have blue, we have black. A lot of possibilities. However, the blue approach is perhaps best supported by the tradition, which bases the color of tchelas, the turquoise or sky blue, on the color of the sea, which is the same color as the sky, which is apparently the same color as the throne of glory. And this tradition, which is quoted in the Gemara in Sota, and Yedzayin Amid Aleph, Chulin in Pei, Tes Amid Aleph, and Menachos on Mem Gimel Amid Beis, um, everywhere where we find this uh, this tradition, they all base it on our Pasuk, which describes the Sapir. Anyway, that's a bit on the Pashup shot of what it looked like. Now we get to some Ramazim. The Balaturim explains that this Canaan saw the image of none other than Yaakov Avinu underneath the Kisei HaKavod, as is alluded to, in our Pasuk, which states, Vayiru es Elokei Yisrael v'sachas raglov. 
Right? Um, this is what it says before it mentions the sapphire brickwork. It says, and they saw the God of Israel, the God of Israel, and underneath his feet. So what, is, what exactly does that mean? So the Baltarum continues. He says that this idea that they saw Yaakov is further alluded to by the Pasuk in Yechezkel, Aleph Yud, 110, who witnessed in his prophecy of the Kisayah Kavod, Udemus Penehem Penei Adam, and the likeness of their faces were the faces of man. And the Baltarum points out that the Sofei Tevos, or the abbreviation of the final letters of each word, spells out the word Tamim. The word tamim, which means wholesome, and this we know is the attribute which the Torah and Chazal reserve for Yaakov Avinu. And even further, the Balturim continues that the fact that they saw Yaakov is alluded to in an even earlier exchange in the Torah between Yaakov Avinu and Rachel Yaminu, when Yaakov incredulously asked, Hasachas Elokim Anochi, am I in place of God, which can be rendered literally, am I underneath God? And indeed he was. And perhaps maybe we can say that he could have davened more for Rachel. Now the Balturim drives this Ramez home by pointing out that the word Anochi, in the phrase, am I underneath um, God? So the word Anochi, I am, actually equals the word Kise, the word throne in gematria and numerical value. Now we get over to some drash. So the question is, why exactly did the Zikanim see the form of bricks? So Rashi, Rabbeinu Bachi, and others cite the tradition of the Midrash, which can be found in Vayikra Rabbah, Chav Gimel Ches, or in the Yerushalmi and Sukkah, Vav Gimel. And they explain that they saw an image that apparently remains from the time of Sheibud Mitzrayim, the Egyptian subjugation. They saw the image of bricks, which were symbolic of the fact that Hashem also felt our burden of bricks, as it were. And Rabbeinu Bachi explains that the Zikanim were Zohar to behold this particular image, as it was they who suffered the beatings for the Bnei Israel at the hands of the Egyptian taskmasters when, when the Bnei Israel fell short in their quota of bricks. Now moving on to Sod, the Ramban writes, Alder Chemes, which are his code words for Kabbalah, that the Zikanim saw from their Mechitza, or their VIP section as it were, beyond what the rest of the Bnei Israel were able to see. Everyone else could only see fire and smoke, but apparently the Zikanim saw this particular image that we've been describing. Rebbeinu Bachia adds that Alpi Kabbalah, the Zikanim saw the matter on which the Kisei Kavod was founded, water, fire, and wind, and when wind, which apparently correspond to Hashem's attributes of Chesed, Din, and Rachmim. I believe in this order. And the Rabbeinu Bachia continues that these three um, materials and attributes are apparently manifest in the colors blue, red, and white, which I again believe is in this order. And Rabbeinu Bachia explains that our Pasuk alludes to these three materials and attributes, saying that the word Livnas corresponds to white, the word Sapir apparently corresponds to red, and that Shemayim, Etzema Shemayim Lotohar, that corresponds to blue. Now, whatever all of this means, it seems that the Zikanim were privy to a holistic view of the Kesei HaKavod, as it were. At Harsinai, they apparently saw Yaakov Avinu. They recognized Hashem's presence during their oppression as symbolized by the bricks. And apparently they saw each of the colors of Hashem's attributes, which governed his complex master plan. The point is they were able to see everything, um, that panoramic view, if you will, of what Hashem was doing all this time. At Harsinai, 
as close as you can get. Um, I guess maybe not as close as Moshe Rabbeinu, but the Sikhanim were able to see the entire picture. Just gives us a little bit of an understanding of what we apparently can't, can't understand, but what they apparently did. And this should give us um, at least a certain sense of emunah and bitachon and the fact that Hashem does have a master plan, that it's a complex plan, but it's perfectly um, designed. It's interwoven with Hashem's many attributes, and it's apparently a beautiful tapestry, apparently made of many colors, and we can trust that Hashem knows what He's doing, and therefore when we're able to say the words Nasev and Ishma, to accept with complete faith what Hashem is giving us when He gives us the Torah, we can do it with the knowledge that in fact Hashem knows absolutely what's good for us, and therefore we can proceed with that kind of commitment. Anyway, wishing you a wonderful Shabbos, and thank you for joining us here at the Database.